0: Pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod.
1: Welcome back to the Rugby Pod podcast, and it's with a sad note that we begin this podcast today with news that Springbok great youth van der has passed away at the age of 45 after a long battle with motor neuron disease. Our thoughts now
0: are with his friends and family at this time.
1: May he rest in peace.
0: Not a he was, was a legend. Yeah, he was a legend. Really sad. And we did a we did a game actually uh, last year during the World Cup at Saracens, and it was the Matt Hampson 15 against the Jus van Verste's in 15. Uh, and obviously and uh, he got loads of Africans, ex South Africans playing, and Kiwis. Um, and it was just you know to see him and Matt Hampson there together. See Matt Hampson, someone's very close to myself and Jim's heart. Um, you know, and, and raising money for causes, not themselves, but people that have you know, been less fortunate than them to have the network around them. They're just phenomenal characters and uh yeah you know, that was uh, it was actually absolute privilege that day to meet Juist. Um
2: yeah. yeah I was the same. I met him, like spoke to him, spoke to the people around him. Like, I didn't follow rugby much when I was younger, but there was two players that stuck out. You mentioned Lomu there and Van der Vesthazen as well. They're two guys. Even if you weren't a massive rugby fan or didn't watch it, he was one of the guys that a lot of people would recognise. And looking at the tributes earlier, um it seemed like he must have been in a lot of pain because, you know, everyone's saying, rest in peace, you're now pain-free and, yeah. you know, hopefully his family and friends can take some comfort from yeah. that. Um, but, you know, what a legend of the game to have played. The fact that we're speaking about him now and everyone around the world and the messages that are going out, it, it, it is a sad day for for rugby and, um, yeah, our thoughts are with everyone.
0: It's a massive part, actually. If you go back to that 95 World Cup mm. and that's a massive reason for the game going professional in 96. Mm over here and uh, you know him and Jonah were the two guys and we've obviously lost them both now which is incredibly sad but a lot of us owe our careers and the fact that the game went professional to guys like that who um, you know took took the field before us years on you know and uh, for years before us and created um, you know the ability to for us to get paid to do something we love so um, rest in peace mate.
1: Well it's a a hard one to start with and uh, um, an even harder one to probably segue into our next section I don't know if you guys well, I do know you guys were watching the rugby over the weekend. Um, did you watch it? Yeah, I did, actually. Did I watched, you? Yeah, I watched two, and, two, two and a half games. Two and a half, yeah. yeah. Which,
0: the, half, which half did you miss? I missed the first half of the well, Wales. Yeah, of oh, game. No doubt. Wooden spoon, that was a wooden spoon game, that.
1: Yeah, but that, uh, it started off, what a what a start. What a, what a game to kick off the tournament.
0: Goody.
2: Yes, my friend. We'll come on to the slipper later. or <laughs> the boat shoe. but surely you're eating your words now. I've yeah, been a eaten a lot of yeah, things in were. my life. I've eaten a lot of things. in So, you were bagging Scotland for the last 10 years that I played for them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Scotland yeah,
0: 27, but... Ireland 22. Yeah, true. Uh, Ireland underperformed, let's be honest. Uh, no, listen, fa- credit to Scotland. That first half, they were phenomenal. Um, Stuart Hogg, especially, I thought they were.
1: They did a lot of it without the ball as well. A lot yeah. more tackles, and, and they were just so clinical whenever they had the ball. And hog, yeah, he was amazing, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, I, they've just got
2: two good second rows. That's the difference, <laughs> I think, that is. <laughs> I'd tell you what impressed me most about Scotland wasn't the defence, you know. They used to defending in uh, long parts of the game. It was how clinical they were in attacking. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That, mm. that, and how under control they looked, even when the ball was slow. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> way back when, you'd be in the game and you wouldn't have a clue what you were doing. Who, and, You? Us, not just me. Hey, I, the, what, that,
0: the, you went to the, you went on the pitch and yeah. you were attacking. You didn't have a clue what you were doing. Genuinely, who was t- the coach. In terms
2: of shape, I think it
0: was Andy Robinson. Oh, okay, there we, there he was looking go. for that the offload. that
2: question. But what impressed me most was the control in which they had. Every time they got in twenty-two, they looked like they couldn't score. Yeah, they did. I don't know whether you know Farrell's coaching the, the Ireland uh, defense. He's getting a lot of flak over in Dublin. Apparently, so are here. I thought the defense was awful as well. I
0: just think, like I, I said... Think, go on. On. No, 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 no. I was just going yeah. to say, the intensity that Scotland played out is pretty yeah. hard to defend that. And the speed and hogging the outside channel and Finn Russell pulling the strings. What I will say, well done, Scotland, but you know I said all fart and no poo. Yeah, I'll take my words back. They produced a little bit of poo at the weekend, didn't they? As in, they it wasn't a fart. They followed it was, through. It was yeah. good, they followed through. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, get they it. did the business. You get it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, what I will say, and what really they, it could come back to bite them, last play of the game you got a penalty. Why have you gone for goal? Why haven't you gone and tried to get the bonus point? Why has he kicked for goal with the last play? Changes nothing. Ireland keep the bonus, losing bonus point. Scotland could have gone for uh, the fourth fourth try and get the the, the five points for for the match. And they choked it a bit. And I just think that could come back to bite them in the Six Nations. But also, it just shows they're not used to winning.
1: I think they did it to close out the game. I thought it was the right decision. Because so they wound down the clock and they they closed it yeah, out. It was a clinical just, finish.
0: But they've just, got a minute before, they've had a penalty and kicked to the corner to mm-hmm. try and drive them over. So why do it a minute before and not with the Why not go again? Because they're not going to, Ireland aren't going to turn you over and go to the land, Mate, are they?
2: You don't know. Mate, in Scotland's misfortune over the years. But with their line
0: out when you were playing, or, no, I'm joking.
2: Line out during the World Cup? Yeah. When against Australia I know it was around the halfway and they wanted to lose a game I would have done what Greg said I said right we need to win this game Yeah, forget the bonus points yeah. I bet half of them didn't even know there were bonus points yeah. going on <laughs> Um, that's a huge win for Scotland massive win, massive win. and uh, yeah obviously all the hard work I've put in over the years is now bearing fruit yeah. as they say
1: Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about your, your bet just quickly because um, and we'll hold it to the end of the show until you actually um, follow through with the with what you've got to do. Um, but, you know, you were, you were looking good there at one stage. But... I couldn't believe it.
2: <laughs> Half-time I was like, there could be two slippers on the cart here. <laughs> He's going to have to drink out of two. I'm a bit disappointed. I've put me, me bollocks on the line by saying Scotland by at least six. Yeah, but this I is should, the thing. This you is...
0: still would have taken it if I would have said Scotland would but win. But this is the thing. The, the difference between a back and a forward, right, there's a uh, difference in intelligence. Jim's mm. gone out there. If he'd have just said Scotland to win i will have gone, yeah, we'll have we that bet. But because he's gone to Scotland by six, and I tweeted straight back, so anything less than a Scotland win by six, and you're doing the slipper, and you're doing a slipper. I'm doing a slipper.
1: I'll only do a slipper. So he's going to pint, uh, drink a no, pint over a slipper. a slipper at I'm the end of the, the show. Wow,
0: it's a boat shoe, that would do. It's
2: the a yeah. boat shoe? Yeah. What's a bo- what it's is a, that, a piss catcher, what? isn't it? I know no, that's a rich man's slipper, that. A boat <laughs> shoe. That's the difference. Hey, I wear them on my boat. Noel Edmonds had a pair exactly. of boat shoes. There we go. He did. Kofskin's, and, and you, Kofskin's wearing them now. And you
0: hugged him to bed, didn't you? To <laughs> sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Spooned him.
2: That
1: <Hair> smelled great. <laughs> well, that's something to look forward to, especially if you're, you're watching on Facebook Live at the moment. And we've got Chris on our social media team, who will be giving us any questions that you want to send in to us. And... Anything, any updates, anything you want to ask the boys, just just let us know. Um, coming up, we've also got Ian uh, Madigan. Is he on the line now? Ian, um, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, and, and just, uh, we'll bring you on because we've, uh, we've got a fantasy rugby competition going on at the moment, um, which you can get involved with. The actual uh, rugby pod has got a, a fantasy rugby um, Six Nations League. It, you just got to go to fantasyrugger.com. Are you are you uh, involved in this, Ian? Yeah, I've been
3: involved um, from the start with it. Um, one of my friends from school, Michael Storen, set it up, and um, he approached me about um, you know being involved and helping uh, helping promote it, and um, I also have a say in, in the running of it. So it's been you know something that's kind of kept me busy outside of rugby and something I've really enjoyed.
1: And if anyone wants to get on that, uh, the fantasyrugger.com and um, get into our league, uh, the winner will be able to come down for the rugby pod and actually have the privilege of having a couple of pints with uh, Big Jim and, and Goody, if they like. Is that a privilege? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I, I do it
0: every week, and yeah. you know, it, make, it makes my week. It really to be up on a Monday. How are you, Ian? You well?
3: Very good, very good.
0: How's, uh, how's Bordeaux treating you? Yeah,
3: it's good. Um, very different to what I was used to in... Uh, in Leinster in Ireland, but uh, really enjoying the change and uh, the challenge of the top fourteen.
0: You got a few weeks off now. Have you? There's no games for a couple of weeks, is there?
3: Yeah, we had uh, a few days off this week, and we're back in training on Wednesday. And then our next game is Saturday week against Cass
0: oh, Nice. Talk talk to me about Ireland at the weekend then.
3: Yeah, it was uh, obviously disappointing for Ireland. You know, they were, we were we were full of confidence coming off the back of you know a really good uh, autumn series beating New Zealand. Um, beating South Africa during the summer and beating Australia um, in our final game. So, you know, the, the, the squad would have been high on confidence and there's big expectation from the from the Irish public back home. And um, unfortunately, we just got off to a slow start, which, you know, it's, it's tough enough to pick up away wins in the Six Nations. But um, when you give a, a team a head start of, you know, 21 to 5, it made it really hard for us. And, you know, credit where credit's due, I, you know, there were some real positives for the team as well. And, um, you know the way we came back into the game was was something that will take a lot of confidence fr- from for the for the rest of the tournament, and um, I think our scrum in the first half, you know, showed what a potential strength that can be for us going forward as well.
0: They absolutely demolished Scotland, didn't they? They're demolished, yeah. Ian, it's
2: Jim. How are you, mate? Hey, Jim. Good, good. Uh, just going back to the fantasy ruggers. So mm-hmm. one of the things I've always wondered, you know, you've obviously got to start the Six Nations. how's that initial score? So how would Owen Farrell be scored in that first game?
3: Yeah, so um, defenders beat, beaten, um, meters carried, um, accurate passes, and then there's also negative scoring in it, which is what what our point of difference is to you know other uh, fantasy competitions that just do positive scoring. So um, you know if, if 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 you throw a bad pass or if you miss kicks, as opposed to you know the the old one would have been just try scored or whether your team won or not. What's so this bit, one yeah. goes, yeah, it's much more in depth, which, you know, over the, the space of five weeks gives, you know, a much more balanced scoring than um, if you're just doing it on, um, you know, tackles made, try scores, and whether your team won or not, whereas our one has, you know, we're, we're measuring players on, um, you know, 10 plus different uh, areas.
2: Well, mate, that's where I'd be absolutely buggered, So it's a good job I've retired because I'd be I'd be
0: negative, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> so negative one hundred. Uh,
3: okay.
0: You would be, mate. You would. Be. Ian, it's um, obviously obviously watching on from from France or wherever. Um, Ian Keatley's on the bench, and obviously I'm I'm an X ten, even though I should have taken the zero off and probably played in the front row. But um, how do you look? Have you heard from Joe Schmidt? Are you in the mix at all? I mean, Keatley's not even playing much for Munster, is he? And he's on the bench at the uh, weekend and...
3: Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, I, I still have been in contact with Joe and, um, you know, I've, he, he obviously coached me in Leinster and, and played under him in Ireland for the last three or four seasons. So, I've, you know, a very good relationship with him there and um, he's, you know, he's kept me in the loop with what's going on with the Irish team. Um, obviously, the way it is in Ireland now, like they, want to, they want to try and keep players um, centralised as possible yeah. because, you know, they, they can control their game time and, they can also get extra access to them in the lead-up to the, the likes of the autumn tests or the summer tours or the Six Nations. So, um, you know, with me being in France, I'm slightly more hampered with getting over for those mini camps beforehand. So, look, it's just it's something that I knew knew was, was going to be a challenge coming over here. And, um, you know, I've just got to try and, you know, show him my best possible form and um, hopefully get picked off the back of that.
2: See, one of the things that I think Ireland lacked just looking at, watching on the sofa... Um, was a little bit of passion. And O'Mahoney, obviously. Is that how you pronounce his surname? I don't want to say.
3: Yeah, O'Mahony. Yeah, O'Mahony,
2: yeah. who I, I'm yeah. a big, big fan of. O'Connell. Yeah. Like These guys that play with such emotion in the past you can see it on the pitch. But also yourself, you know, there's images on Google of you crying. We've seen the images of how much it means for you to play Ireland. I'm not saying that the guys weren't bothered at the weekend. Yeah. But yeah, looking yeah. at it, they, they just didn't seem to have that fire. Whether or not they were just shell-shocked after the first half or or what. I mean, do you... You're not going to say, but I'm going to ask the question. Do you think they're lacking, potentially, with the players that bring that emotion, especially on that game day with the injuries that they had?
3: Um, no, I, I don't think they're lacking in it. I, I, I definitely think, you know, when you play the Scots, uh, you know, in, in Mariefield, it, you're always going to be up, up against it to outdo them on passion. You know, they're an incredibly proud nation. And, you know, you know I don't think there's ever been an easy win there. So the guys would have known that going over there. I think like the likes of Peter O'Mahony would really add would have really added value in, in that sense. But there's there's other guys there, like the likes of Sean O'Brien, you know, you're not gonna see 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 anyone more passionate than, than him. Yeah, of course yeah. There's, there's a lot yeah, there's a lot of experience in that Irish team as well. So like there's there's guys who've, you know, fifty plus or eighty plus or even hundred plus caps that um that, you know, should should have been able to to, de- to deal with with that Scottish onslaught. Um but you know, just caught us off guard, I guess.
1: Yeah, and it's Andy Rowe here. Um, I don't know um, if you have you caught up with the the feedback after your um, the the picture of you crying after the win over France and the Rugby World Cup. Have you caught up with any of the memes that were floating around of that picture after you, after you um, that was taken.
3: Yeah, aware one or two of them, all right. I can just, uh, I can just
1: remember one that was um, when your mate leaves the bar with a perfect. When your mate leaves the bar, that never pulls with a perfect ten. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That was that was a, a favourite. All right, I, I enjoyed that one myself. There was there was a good one over Christmas, but uh, what was the shopping one. Sorry, I'm here. My, my my girlfriend always keeps me up to date on them. Uh, it was she, like, she's a perfect was ten,
0: there. obviously, as well, right? <laughs> you can say it.
3: She certainly is. <laughs> While yeah, we've got you on
1: um, we might as well look at Italy versus Ireland on the on the weekend. How do you how do you feel they're going to bounce back for that
3: game? Yeah, like there's there's a few subplots there obviously with, with Conor O'Shea taking over the Italians. Um you know, and obviously his his Irish history. Um so you know, he 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 he'll, he'll uh, watch Ireland very closely over the last few years and um I think he he'll really add a lot of strategy to to a very passionate Italian side and um you know, there'll be there'll be no like the the Ireland game will without doubt be the one that he'll be targeting most in the, in in the competition. It'd
0: be Fifty um, points I reckon. It,
3: <laughs> but for us, you know, I think it's it it this game's probably come at a good time for us. You know, after a loss, it's important that you, you, you regain your momentum very quickly in this competition or you just get completely left behind. So it's an opportunity for, for the for the team to get a good week's training in under their belt and, and you know, put out a really good performance against Italy and then um, you know, regain our momentum for the last three games.
1: All right, Ian. Well, thank you very much for for joining us, and good luck with fantasyrugger.com. dot com.
0: Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Say hello Cheers, man,
0: to Joe something. Worsley, the melon for us as well.
3: Oh well, of course. Oh, well, of course. Top man. Cheers, Thanks, Ed. Bye-bye-bye.
1: guys, let's look at uh, England versus France yes. game. It was a bit of a come down, I thought, after the opening game Scotland Ireland.
3: What, what did
0: I say? What are you want about? What did I say? We 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 broke the England record for. Oh, Most okay contested like, wins, as man. far as 15, a game 15 on the spin it looked Any, like a tier 2 game anyone do you want to count,
1: count it as a tier 2
0: game then? yeah listen to be fair the French and i said before the game I said they'd be competitive for 60 and we'd run away with it in the last 20 um, and again I was wrong again um, I was wrong again I
3: was wrong
2: Hey, I got it right I said <laughs> England was struggling yeah, well, yeah, I just said did, England would struggling I just think they're not
0: going to I didn't think they were going into the game in great shape yeah no true but what it did show is our bench is pretty strong really interesting week now obviously yeah, you look at some of the guys that came off the bench, Matt Mullen, and you go, you go to the, the try that won us the game. It uh, was a scrum, scrum on the far side. Matt Mullen's come on for Joe Marler, wins the penalty. Penalty to front. Uh, nah, it was. Nah, right. Flats. David Flatman commentating. How good was he on comment on commentary? Brilliant. On? Um, so Flats was commentating. He said good, good decision. The ref was garbage. That wasn't he? Angus Gardner. I couldn't believe how bad he was throughout the game. He was absolutely garbage. Um, but Matt Mullin comes on, wins the penalty, rightly or wrongly. He did win it. Um, kick to the corner then line out comes next James Haskell around the corner did you see him sit Cami Lopez down I love a carry wow he
2: looks a bit fat
0: who Cami Has- Lopez no Haskell oh Haskell dude. yeah Haskell's of, looking fat he had a bit of a tyre did he? around the bottom yeah. I don't want him to be listening and do a shirt off competition <laughs> tops off melted wheelie bins everywhere I look like a spider <laughs> um, he's carry around the corner and then Ben Teo came. so you talk about impacts off the bench Jamie George was pretty Pretty good as well when he came off. Um, Danny Kerr played well when he came off the bench as well. And Jack Noel So our bench emptied and was really good. So now Eddie Jones has got some real interesting decisions about who to start as he dropped George Ford and put Farrell to 10 and T O at 12.
1: Do they persist with Otoji at blindside? I think they will.
0: I think Law's had a decent
2: game. You don't think they will? I do, I, I, you think they'll win? Haskell a, will definitely be in. Yeah.
0: Otoji's a quality player. Mm. But he looked lost at six at times. I don't think his ball carrying warrants being a, a back row player yet. Um I think he yeah, he moves to second row, wins a couple of crucial line outs, and he was he was fantastic. But I just think for the balance of the team, Haskell's gotta come back in. I'd move Atoji to the second row. I thought Courtney Laws played really well. Yeah, he did. The play difficult well. thing is, Atoji doesn't call line outs, does he? He
2: won't
1: do it at international level, yeah.
0: No. And nor does Joe Launchbury. So Courtney Laws has got to play. I thought Courtney Laws played really no, well. I we Who was well. calling the line
1: out when Hartley... The hits. first couple, yeah.
0: <laughs> Courtney Laws. So Courtney Laws was calling the line out and there was two that hit the back of their heads, didn't they? <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, uh, no, it's, it's some big calls because do you carry on and give guys another chance to gel together and, and maybe make one or two changes? And do
1: they have, have time to do that going into Wales at Cardiff this weekend?
0: Well, they do. Eddie Jones is ruthless at everything he does and he said after the game that we were awful and he said it actually he felt himself that it was a lot of his responsibility why England were bad. Um, and he said he's been smiling too much, you know, maybe he's not been hard enough on the players or whatever. But I've heard they've trained really hard, ridiculously hard. Like Crusoe did his knee, didn't he? Yeah. In, a, in a full full Bosch session. and st- You've heard it's pretty tough. And we actually looked for the first 60 minutes, flat-footed, we looked knackered at the start of the mm-hmm. Six Nations, which isn't good. Um, so it would be a really interesting week. Does he stick with George Ford? Does he play Farrell at 10? Yeah, you know, Jamie George is knocking on the door to play hooker, but he's going to play Hartley again. Where do you put Maratoji Haskell? Has got to come back in. I think he's got to start. He got man of the match down in Wales a couple of years ago as well. So, um, you know, some tough, tough questions. You know, Jonathan Joseph didn't have a great game. Do you put Noel on the wing, Elliot Daly at thirteen? Um, but I think he'll he'll make a couple of changes, but not many. I
2: thought France were brilliant. How good was Pickermole's? Oh, Pickemall, yeah, um, unbelievable.
0: And the best the, the quote of the weekend, David Flatman on ITV. Look at the girth on his quads. just heard the word <laughs> girth. What a word. They looked fit though didn't they? Yeah they did. They had Scott Spedding my old yeah, mate Scott, yeah. full yeah, back. He, he was looked, outstanding. He brilliant. What, he a th- hand, we'll,
2: what a hand off on Farrell. Yeah strong. I think so, we'll see dude. some
1: good running rugby between the Scots and France this weekend. Yeah I think this is going to be the tough one
2: for Scotland in terms of the power that France have up front yeah. and that's it, it, notoriously in the past like France like a big French team, big South African teams who are very direct and they're, they're, well they're bigger than Ireland <laughs> they're just physically bigger and with the wingers that France have got can you pronounce their names?
0: Vakatawa Vakatawa and Nakatahi. Nakatati I've we, done a bit of comms yeah, in uh, yeah. top 14 but um, yeah that was mate, they, the issue for France is they made 10 line breaks in the game scored one try yeah. 10 yeah. line breaks and only scored one try and they, you lose by well, what was this I can't remember scored a couple of points whatever it was
1: uh, 19, 19, 16, 16 yeah, yeah. They did. They made a lot of line breaks, and they—that's usually where their strength was. After they make line breaks of, of pass, when they they could link up and they could find people mm. after they've made the mm. line breaks, and um, you know they, they didn't have that in the weekend, which was frustrating. No,
0: they played some good ruggers though. They did. Um, they played know. some great rugby. And normally the French, like Jim said, they actually look fit, mm. um, and you know they, they kept the pace going for a lot of the game. Their attacking game outshone ours completely. Yeah, um, but. You know, you make 10 line breaks against England at Twickenham, you've got to convert two or three chances. There have a chance, crossfield kick in the first half, went to Remy Lamarat. had a 2v1 with Nike Tathy on the inside, dummied, went himself, no try. you just got to make, you know, you're not going to win test matches. And Guino Vez said it in, in the autumn as well, the the French coach, he said...
2: After the Australia game. Yeah, he
0: said, we're making <coughs> loads of line breaks, we're, you know, we're getting over the game line more than any other international team, we just can't finish off and, um, you know, that costs you games. And England came back, one chance, we score, we win. Wales, Italy, how good was that first half? Oh, snowfest. First half was a snowfest, wasn't it? I didn't see it. I, I
2: saw you looking at it. I was doing... Uh... I watched the second half. Yeah,
0: second half, and, and Wales' second half okay. eventually came into some some good form. I thought Jonathan Davis was outstanding. Uh, George North scored a cracking try.
1: You'd have him in the Lions with one leg, wouldn't you? George North? Yeah.
0: I don't know mm, I don't know if he, if, he, if he keeps playing like that yes it's the, the only, only game talking, we've watched mate <laughs> yeah you're talking from three years ago I don't <laughs> yeah. think
2: George North is at the level no but he scored a cracking
0: ago. try at the weekend and when he's got the bit between his teeth he is comes off his wing he's phenomenal if he just stays out in his wing a lot of the time I think there's more he does I think oh, there, there's more to wingers now oh there is the high
2: ball your basics yeah, I'm not saying is. he hasn't got that mm. but now that the game is quite structured yeah. New Zealand might be slightly different you've just got to have more like Tommy Seymour just good at your basics he was good was him and Maitland did well, but anyway, we're uh, talking Maitland, about well. T- talk
0: about Maitland, though. That intercept yeah, right on uh, Scotland's trial, and that's one on the game, I reckon. A yeah. bit like your turnover in the Premiership final. There you go. Uh, two minutes to go before the end. Big two moments. Well done. Yeah, big players, big moments. That's exactly. what you do. Big players, big moments, little hammers in his pants. Carry on. <laughs> that's why they pay us the big bucks.
1: <laughs> Don't forget, if you're watching this on Facebook Live, you can uh, ping through a couple of questions for the lads. Uh, let's look at the rumour mill. Any gossip, any news, guys? Uh, oh, have you heard? Go on. Did you hear about Ford signed for... Ford's at Leicester. Leicester. done deal. Um,
2: Freddie Burns transfer deal to Bath.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ford's a on done his, deal at Leicester. Not not on his own accord, Freddie Burns, apparently. Well, no. I've got to be careful what I say now, because Freddie's a good mate of mine. Yeah. Um, if you're Freddie Burns, and all these rumours about George Ford are coming or whatever, you want clarity. You want them to be honest with you. Um, and, you know, Freddie Burns wants to play rugby. They've signed him as a first-choice 10... They've signed now. Signed George Ford. Um, you know, 100. He's going to be a Leicester player again next year. And you know, Freddie Burns has gone and asked the question. And yes, yeah, you know, he wants to play regular rugby, doesn't he? So it's the whole thing. George Ford's going to play when he's there because he, when they're losing with England, that's when they'll see the other guy playing. And uh, you know, I do, I do feel for Freddie a bit because, and I said it to Simon Cohen, who's the CEO of Leicester. I said it to him the last couple of weeks. It's not the backs that you got an issue with. It's the forwards. I generally feel that. The recruitment in the back line, when everyone's fully fit, if you go Young's, now forward, but Young's or Burns, Burns at 10 or forward at 10, you've got Tamua, you've got Tuolanga, you've got Peterson, you've got Veanu. got a quality back line, but forwards just, I, and Jim, you'll know better than me, I, I just don't think there's any forward dominance at all the Leicester way of old, and that's where they've been overtaken. They need to sign, I know they've signed Calamifoni as well. Yeah, uh, well, they need that, don't they? They need... A I don't pick think a th- he's, a, he's good for one game out of no. four, I reckon. They need
2: a pick them They need someone who can get them on the front foot. Yeah. I feel for Freddie. I know we're slightly going on a tangent here, but like you say, he's played in a team that haven't been playing well for years. They, for they, they've not had their, their fully fit team. there yeah. have been a change in identity. Major wants to play a wide game. He loves playing a wide game. He's a, an elusive style 10. I tell you what, if he goes back to Bath... I well think then. he'll Yeah, he'll do very well. He'll right. kick on. What's a dollar? How much do you think he's getting paid? Four Tell f- the fans. 450 bags. 450
0: grand a 450 year. 450 grand George Ford to Leicester. What? That's a lot of cash, there, isn't it? No. 450 k It's not, Jim. It's the going what rate. Get, mate? What are you getting Irish? That's the going rate for international. <laughs> what's happening play? with you now? Can we. anything yet? Jim Hampton to I Irish?
2: Know, I don't know what's happening. I think I'm going to carry on playing. Here we go. But I've had two weeks off. I had my knee drained on Friday, though. Ugh. Yeah, Some I saw
0: this. this. I was out for dinner on Saturday night with Richard Wigglesworth. Yeah. Right. Was, uh, Andy Rose looking at me again. Who's he? Yeah, he's he's him, a Sari half, mate. Yeah, yeah, he was, nice, nice. Uh, what's he got? 30 caps ring on, probably? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm out for dinner with him. Um, he's a good lady. Mark Cueto. He's a good lady. Me and my good lady. Um, and Wiggy, we're having a chat about you, Jim. And Wiggy's sort of saying, uh, you know, we had, we had this fitness session on... Whatever day it was, and there's Jim tweeting he's about to go on BBC Radio and he's told the club he's got to get his knee drained. And so he just called bullshit about your knee, but there we go.
2: Yeah. He wasn't yeah. happy with him. He's jealous. This, uh, this media mongol, is it Mongol? Mogul. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this media mongol is out. Yeah, that's what you do. When you go into the well, and unfortunately now, or fortunately, however you look at it, if you're me, I don't see it as fortunate. George Cruz injured for the next. 12 weeks at least, huge loss for England, huge loss for Saracens,
0: huge loss for me. I'm gonna have to do everything. Are you gonna play the LV, uh, the Anglo Welsh semi?
2: I don't, I doubt
0: it. I'm gold dust now. You can just pick your sessions, pick I your gold games. I am
2: not even go in
0: tomorrow. It's another day off, mate.
1: Yeah, I am. That's what I'm doing. Is, has anyone offered the 10k
0: for your charity? There's been a lot of people saying, Engaging, engaging but to get you back we, on we the we still field? haven't had an official offer. So, to our listeners. We're waiting for that 10k offer to the Matt Hampson Trust or Matt Hampson Foundation. Sorry. And
2: you know what happens is like a Monday, the podcast goes out on a Tuesday. People aren't in the same kind of mindset, are they? If this went out on a Thursday or Friday with a few beers, people are looking forward to the weekend, you know, the rich men and maybe even women dig
1: deep, bang. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get
0: it done for the Matt Hampson Foundation. Yeah. 10 bags. And you'll make a comeback. I will play a game. I don't Hall. know how long i play playing the game, but I'll be there. For any club. For any club in Out. the well, in England or the British Isles or wherever. Um, get me there, I will play. I don't think I'll play very well, and I won't run very far, but I'll be on the pitch with my gloves, with my red cycling shorts, my added ass boots, and the ready,
2: and the shirt tight r- as fook And a quadruple
0: <laughs> XL shirt minimum. I'll be there. Well, other other, other rumours? Yeah, like, yeah, other rumours. Come uh, Big on. big Gavin Henson. Le- leaving wow. Bristol's, going back to Wales, Newport, Gwent Dragons. Can oh, you imagine that? That's a
2: rumour. Mate, they wanted me to go. Maybe I could have should have went with them. Oh, no, Spray no, they're Spray time together. Me, yeah, now oh, for you me. You see the pitch the other day? <laughs> what pitch? He got called off the pitch. Oh, the
0: pitch, yeah, yeah, horrendous. Did you see that? No, Andy? no, no I didn't, didn't think so. Didn't, I wouldn't didn't have thought down, so. No.
2: Yeah, Basically, you needed a snorkel. Oh, or yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was bad, wasn't it? Rob Horn's gone to Saints. They actually tried to get Dan Beggar as well. Do you know who Dan Bigger is, Andy? Yeah, no, I'm aware of him. He's, 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 a, who's Dan Bigger?
1: He's carrying a bit of an injury at the moment. He's, in, he's, he's in doubt for the uh, the game against uh, England this weekend. And who he yeah. play for? What's his club team? No idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't got a scurvy. So he, apparently he went in, and Northampton have basically said, Here's an open cheque. We, really? want, we want you, but he's, a, he's got another year on his dual contract. Okay. So obviously the WRU pay, I think they pay 60% of his wages, and Ospreys pay 40 But How je- much is he on? Uh, bigger. Yeah, what do you not. reckon? Come on. He's 300 plus, isn't he? You reckon? And I think Northampton have said what? Here's half a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Here's half a mil. So you heard it here first on the Rugby Pod Pod. Um,
2: Dan bigger to Northampton for but 500 be, it grand. It won't be
0: next year. Okay. Um, but they wanted. They're, they're desperate for a ten. Uh, a world class ten. So. Uh, really? Hmm. <laughs> well, there's not mate. Like, Kiwi, only Kiwis, something like that. Yeah. Uh, there we go. All right. Well, Ashley Cooper to London Irish. There's another one, Adam. Ashley Cooper. He's still playing. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing Fianga. more. And more. Yeah, Anger. The, the hooker, he's yeah. going to London Norish. I heard that. Jeff Parling's talking to anyone and everyone. <laughs> Sale, I've heard about it. You know, They want him now. Oh, really? What's happening with Jeff?
2: He's Maybe a man he... on demand. I reckon Jeff wants to go to France. That's what I think. I and I think that you've got to be a minimum of a second row of 21 stone, and then they'll
4: look <laughs> at you, regardless if you can do anything.
1: We interrupt this broadcast for some social media. Oh, Chris, wow. what do we got?
4: Just, sorry to interrupt that, Chad, but there's a bit of excitement about... Uh, Owen Farrell on, coming in on Facebook, there's a comment first that there's an article comparing Fergie and Roy Keane with Eddie Jones and Faz, and then secondly, a question uh, about coverage of him potentially being the next captain of England, and what are your thoughts on and off the field?
0: Uh, I think, listen, Faz is, Owen Farrell is... Fez. Yeah, I'm going to say he is, with Marito, England's best player, and he's that crucial to us had he not played he's played every game for under Eddie Jones but had he not played in some of them I don't think we'd have won because his goal kicking is mm. second to none his control of a the game they move him to 10 at the weekend and all of a sudden we look like we're back in control of the game and he, he's pulling the strings I know you know, Jim plays with him a lot um, or Jim watches him play when, when the England boys are back <laughs> when Cruz owned under that <laughs> but his, his dominance of a game and his the way he speaks is second to none I think um, I don't know what he's like as a character um, a bit so do the, you think he's less he's scrappy could do with Cruzo,
2: did he or <laughs> a couple of scraps with a couple of the players yeah. but he wears his heart on his sleeve and he's a very very driven individual you, you know there was a lot of talk before I was at Saracens that he wasn't as creative maybe as Ford and he hasn't shown that part of his game but I think this season and last season you've just seen the difference if he gets told to go away or work at something he'll go and he'll do it and he'll come back better you know he is quite a slight character but the way that he hits people you know mate, he's, he's a northerner He's a tough fucker, you know. Let's yes. be honest, you know. He's lo- he's lost his front tooth. I bet you didn't know about that, but he's smashing boys, mm. you know. And he, he's he's tough, you know. Can he be England captain? It'd be it's rare to see a, a fly half as captain, but him and Eddie Jones have got a great relationship. You can see that they're both probably as driven as each other.
1: I was going to say that Goody, is it a, a little bit too much to ask for a first five. A fly half to be given the captaincy that well, was so 12. much
0: he's playing 12 yeah, at the minute but. he's playing 12 I don't think it is no because you basically run in the game anyway as a 10 um so the only other thing you've got to do is just talk to the ref every now and again because you are you know he will be calling the shots if he's in the 10 shirt he'll be calling the shots in attack mm-hmm. he's he's huge in defense for England and the Saracens as well so you know obviously Eddie Jones has gone out there and he's putting pressure on Dylan Hartley a bit by saying yes he's captain for the six nations but you know we need to look at other guys as well for the future, um, and then you're basically looking around. Owen Farrell, Maratogi, I don't think he's ready to be captain. No. He, he does love a woo, yeah. you say it all the time?
2: He, he, he loves playing rugby.
0: For yeah. me, people think because
2: you're a good player or you're the best player on the pitch, Maratogi, Johnny Wilkinson, for example, that they can go on and they can be captains. You know, Martin Johnson-esque. Yeah. That's something. You've, you've got to be able to talk and exactly lead from the front. And that's the thing with Farrell. With Farrell, with Faz, is he he runs the game. He has an input during the week. He has he raises the, the standards. You know, he'll make sure he's. A, I'm not saying that other players don't, but in terms of you know, we're talking about a guy that's going to captain the team. He's got everything. You can't just because Marrow's a fantastic player and everyone's talking about him make him captain. There's no, there's no given mm. right to no, do that. He's got to be able different. to lead
0: from you know lead troops and talk to you know be able to speak in, in a change room environment and know how to get players ticking over and un-
2: understand the game yeah. completely.
0: Yeah. Any more questions from the social media desk?
4: Yeah, there was just a broad
0: one for the player of the weekend.
1: Player of the Hog.
4: weekend.
0: alls. Yeah, Louis all, probably. Uh he was unbelievable. Hogg was very good at especially in the first half, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, Louis all. got to be, hasn't it? He was a different he was the best player on that pitch by far. Yeah. Uh his ball carries He's, you know, he's getting through bounced Nathan Hughes off a couple of times.
2: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of someone. Johnny Gray, 28 tackles. Well, yeah, but... got some
0: stats on him actually. Real decent second row. Johnny Gray, 28 <laughs> tackles. It's making a huge difference. 14 ball carries as well. That's more than Jim's ever had in his Scotland career. Yeah, because 69 my caps. How many, how many meters did he make? He made 14 carries. He made 72 meters. Oh, did he? I just made that up. <laughs> I know <laughs> 14 ball carries, but he
2: was good, Johnny Gray. I made mine count. he was good he's, he's getting a bit of stick about oh, it being. You know, yes, a high work rate, but he's quite passive. I don't think he's that passive. I think that his work rate is very high and he's very good.
0: Twenty-eight tackles though—that's huge. Mate. I don't think I made twenty-eight tackles in my career, genuinely. Well, and that's, you know, that's that's some shit. Yeah, but the, but that's the difference, though, isn't it? Like you probably
2: missed fifteen in the game. If you would have made them, then yeah, you would have well, made eighteen. Yeah, yeah true.
0: Yeah, it's not like you didn't have the opportunity. Hit the opportunity yeah. no, 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 just got out of the way. But what I did like—go back to the Scotland thing—and you talk about second row, talk about the line out what about Dunbar in the line-out for that try? Is that a sent move? Or is that... Is that...
2: That's 100... I cannot believe that... It was like <laughs> an old-school line-out, wasn't it? What were they doing? They probably stood there. Johnny Gray's in the line-out. He's like, sweet Mary and Joseph, this is on. Like Donkey Kong. One! It's probably like the first call. So the first call, if you're not marked, hit him. Yeah. He ain't marked. One. I can't center, believe they scored that. Centre in
0: the, li- the line-out, scores a try. Can you believe that no. he was that wide open? No. Old-school that one. Yeah, <laughs> He's amazing. Used
4: again. The old right. dinky do. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, there's just one last from Roberto Toda Primavera, which I think will make a statement a rather than a question. I like how you had a crack at it Hashtag too. irrigation pipe. Is there any player anywhere longer in the shower than Youngsy? Ooh, What yeah, Youngsy? Maybe. I'm
1: not sure. Unspecified. Youngsy? Mm. It's starting to creep me out a little bit. At yeah, so think, I'm, at trying to I'm, I'm watching i uh, think ben Youngs and
0: Tom Youngs. Are they, are they that well hung? I've seen them a few times. Tom yeah. Youngs is like a coat can. Yeah, a coat can. I remember that. Coke can.
2: Not really hung. I'm trying to
0: think. Ayula Irinley. Oh, my word. His nickname was just Willie. Yeah. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. Willie. And it got to the point. We celebrated it every time we walked in the shower, didn't we? Yeah. Willie! <laughs> yeah. And then by the end, we were like, what a waste. What a waste. He didn't use it. Yeah. Anyway. Kelly Brown. Is he? I, let's, talk about, hey, let's talk about Kelly Brown. Decent yeah, piece. Heard, heard let's talk about Kelly Brown. So, I was at the Saracens game yesterday, doing ITV with David Flatman. Yeah. You're looking nervous. The- straight after the game, straight after the final whistle. Stood on the side of the pitch. Who bowls over to me to say hello? Kelly Brun. Kelly Brun. He's like, Oh mate, how are you? Nice little chat. He's like, Jim's talking absolute fucking bollocks. <laughs> he goes mad, he's like, fifty quid and ten quid for a steak. Jack and Ori, Jim, what a bollocks, man. He so was babe, going
2: mad, he's not happy with you. Oh, he's not. So I stay at his normally on a Monday night, so like when we've got double training days, and he had a whisper in my ear, he's like, mate. How often are you thinking about staying? He's got a massive house, swimming pooled a lot, I promise. Uh, where, whereabouts? He's made it south of St. Albans. I'll get, I'll get the address so everyone can rock around for a postcard. pool party. <laughs> nice. And he, he said, oh, mate, um, 50 quid a night? That's cheaper than a hotel? I was like, yeah, but we've been mates for you know, 12, 13, 15 years. He's like, yeah, you know, just whatever you think, you know." but I'm thinking 50 quid. I had steak. He said, oh, mate, I've made us a steak. So it was lovely, delicious, really tender. Ten pound he wanted. He told me after. These are lies, dude. Let him tweet. <laughs> he said, Jack So and basically, on I don't, I don't, eat, I don't have breakfast. I don't have dinner. I don't even
0: use the water. We'll talk about food actually. Yeah. And I like we like food here. I like a lot of food. At Saracens yesterday, Porkies. I like had it? a Porky. Oh my What's god! What's a Porky? I had, the, I had the best burger I've ever had in my life yesterday. Porkies. Porkies is a. It's a. They're in Camden as well, aren't they? Yeah. But they had, they had a stall at Saracens, and myself and David Flatman yeah. got the best burger I think I've generally ever had in my life. There was. The burger was unbelievably well cooked. Then there was some pulled pork in there, some smoky bacon, some cheese. Ooh. Leave out the salad. It was unbelievable. Yeah, we get them to in por- the change room after. So porkies. You get them in the change room? I yeah. might even go just to Camden for one of them. Yeah, they are it's The amazing. best burger. But you're part of Mac and Wild, aren't you? I was right? going to say, so you have porkies and you've got Mac and Wild at Great Titchfield
2: Street in Devonshire Square.
0: Right, so why haven't we... we should, I, you know, I've had the best burger I've ever had yesterday. Maybe you should provide one for a okay. for a taster. I'll get them to send some over. for a test. They've got to deliver... Woo, woo, woo. Over the road. Right now. Have you got,
1: have you got mm. that much swing? Can, can you get some in for this? Mate, he owns 0.0003%. <laughs>
0: of course he has. <laughs>
4: <laughs> which is oh. still good. It's still clearing some cash, let me tell you. Any more questions from the social media desk? Yeah, we just got a query in which we're going to follow up. This is a shout-out for the Don't Tell Wolf Tour. Now, this is from Peter Alan Cook, who on the back of that shout-out is going to start collecting for Goody's charity appearance. Yeah. ASAP. Goody's. Yeah. Goodies. Well, Jim's on the wing as well. Yeah, that, coach, are you or coach? Coach. coach or play it just depends uh, I'll stand on the wing end of the season yeah
2: hey, whenever, whenever, whenever. talking about end of the season Kelly Brown comes into the bedroom the other are night you,
0: what you tucked up in bed or start bollock because I, Re- I sleep naked half oh, well, eleven I, well, I have got a picture of those he's, he's,
2: he's knocking on the door like that Jim are you awake oh I said I am now
0: do you want a spoon mate He
2: comes. In, <laughs> do you want a spoon pal so he's been invited for the Lions Legends tour of New Zealand yep. to play against the classic All Blacks uh, obviously, this yeah. year for the Lions, Jim, do you want to play? I said, well, there's two problems, here Cal. I've never played for the Lions. Yeah, I said, and doesn't matter. It doesn't, he said doesn't, it didn't matter as yeah. well. I got asked to play. And I said the, the other issue is, I said, I'm a current player. Yeah, how am I going to do that? But he was came in the bedroom trying to. I think he came in because he trying was trying like, to see. He tried to see naked, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, it's, I, not, I, it's not yeah. impressive. No, it's not. No, hung Just like hung a squirrel. A squirrel. <laughs> uh, but like, I think he was trying to manufacture a fact that he needed to tell his wife. He didn't no, know he how, he how to say. To he's like, oh, I need to tell her that I'm. You know, I'm going to be coaching out there and and developing my kind of after rugby career. I was like,
0: mate, I ain't your wife. He's one of them,
2: is he? Yeah, go and tell her.
0: He gets home, puts his takes his bollocks off, <laughs> gives him the hands them <laughs> over to his missus. I'm home. Yeah, of a piece. Uh, has he? Big mm. piece. There we go. Cheers, really um,
1: cool. <laughs> coming up later in the show, we're um, going to see Jim do his forfeit and uh, scale a pint out of a slipper, um, so keep watching if you're, if you're on Facebook Live at the moment. Uh, before that, we're going to go to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Big Andy Good tells us what's been good, what's been yeah. bad, and what's been ugly well, in rugby a, over there, the last week. There was week. a lot of
0: good this weekend, a lot of good. Um, spoke about it earlier, David Flatton's commentary was phenomenal. Some of the, the girth that he got in there at times was amazing. Love listening to Flats. Louis Pickemol, girth is a powerful word, though. It's strong, it? isn't it? That's yeah, girth. He had, a, he had a. He told me yesterday it was a, a bet from a mate. Can he get the word girth into commentary? And he did. He doesn't fail with things like no. that. Flats. He's amazing. Um, so Louis Pickamole, he was outstanding. We talked about that. Scott Spedding as well. The England bench. They were pretty good when they came on, weren't they? Mm. They, uh, you know, changed During the game. game yeah. And then we've got to go back to the fucking jocks. Stuart Hogg was outstanding. Johnny Gray. But let's go the good this weekend. I eat my words, I eat a lot of things, we'll give it to Scotland. Especially go. for that first 20 minutes, they were outstanding. So the good this week, Scottish rugby. Will you share a slipper with me? I will not share a slipper with you, no. Okay. It's not, you can only go on your own bets, Jim.
2: If Scotland win the Six Nations, will you drink out the oh, slipper? Oh,
0: if Scotland win the Six Nations, <laughs> I will drink out the a slipper.
2: What else? Come on. I was going to go brave then. And say, will you sit here naked?
0: No. In a Mankini uh, Mankini, a, mankini on a, mankini mankini on a If Scotland wins the Six Scotland Nations, win. all right, yeah, you're going to scale. And if Scotland don't win the Six Nations, if England, okay, so if England win the Six Nations, what are you going to do? It's got to be. It can't just be a one-way street. This.
2: If England, yeah, if England win oh, I'm put my money where my mouth is. Tell me, or my slipper where my mouth is.
0: We'll do the same then. Mankini and a slipper.
2: I'll think about it for next week. Let me judge after the second game. No, 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 no.
1: It's, it's, yeah. it's now or never. Yeah, I think you need to lock this down.
0: No deal. Will, will, I, I've said if Scotland win the Six Nations, I'll do a slipper with a mankini on, which will be horrendous viewing. What about changing it to shaving your head? No chance. Why? Look how, look how good it is now. Come on, I'll shave my head. I've got, what, if you'll shave your head if England win the Six Nations? I've got 8,000 new hair strands in the front
2: here, mate. That's look a look lot at of it. money there. Let's have a think. Let's not, not waste time yeah, on that We'll, it we'll now.
0: just hold that one then. We'll hold my one as well yeah. with the mankini. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. we'll week two. Uh, the bad will go. Oh, Italy second half performance—they're pretty shabby. They were pretty bad. Um, Ireland start to the game. We talked about that. But the bad. There's only one thing that was—we haven't even spoken about it yet. Unbelievably bad this weekend. Give me a hint. See if I got it. See if I watched it. The last play of a game, or right near the end of one of the games this weekend. Okay. England, France. Okay. France are losing by three points. Oh, missed oh, the kick to touch. They the get a penalty. To there's 15 seconds to go. They get a penalty as Jean-Marc Doussant. Literally hacks it. Doesn't take his time. Just think, fine touch. Just fine touch. Misses touch. So French. I mean, what are you doing? Anyway, I put a tweet out. Thanks, Jean-Marc Doucet. Just fine touch, son. The amount of abuse I got back from French people was unbelievable. <laughs> so the bad this week has to go to Jean-Marc Doucet for missing touch. They get the they only need a line out on the 10-meter line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you keep hold of the ball, maybe get a penalty, potentially draw the game, uh, but absolutely butchered it. Rumour has it he had a bet on. <laughs> <Did you>? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> there we go. Said so for me, the bad this week, Jean-Marc Doussaint, and then the ugly. We're going to go to over to New Zealand. Are we? You bloody Kiwis. There's only one ugly scene that's come out of New Zealand this weekend: Tupulotu, mm. banned for drugs. It's not yeah. good, that is it? Look like, at the size it's, of him. He doesn't need him. Yeah, but what it, drugs is it? Yeah. It, well, it's not been an out. It's not it's been the reefer.
1: They're trying to work out that no, it is a performance-enhancing, performance-enhancing. drug, Enhancing. but the. the they're not saying whether it has been used for performance enhancement. It? It's a it's a banned drug on the Wada band list. But um, he had that double hip operation, so whether or not he was naively took something while he was coming back from that. That's that's, it, that's what that's, trying, mate he's banned. Well, yeah, Take but that's what they,
0: that's what, they, that's, what they, that's what they're waiting to try and work yeah, what out. What the Kiwis will do is try and basically lift up the carpet, sweep it underneath it, and crack on. Well,
1: yeah. they can't because Wada's involved. Well, yeah, Wada well. brought down. Lance Armstrong. So if this guy's guilty, he's going to get found out. Yeah, so it's
0: ugly scenes, though, isn't it? Drugs in sport which is no good, especially rugby. Mm, um, yeah, that is that is ugly at the moment. So that's the Thompson. ugly, the good, the bad, and the ugly done. We're going to oh.
1: go straight to the filthy fifteen. Uh, we we've, uh, we're going straight oh, to a coach. Forgot, yeah. a filthy fifteen, a coach. Do you guys want to? Talk well, to coach? actually, I've had a. Or do you of, want a bench player?
2: I love a bench player, but we could have him as coach. I had a couple of messages this week. A guy called Nathan Jones, who we used to play Scramath with at Oh, Leicester. Nate Dog, yeah. Nate Dog, nicknamed mm. Smelly Willie. Did you know that? No. Oh, yeah. what a name. Nickname Smelly Willie. That's
0: like Sam Vesty's nickname, before his scene, was Knob Cheese. Knob Cheese, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. But Nathan, Smelly Willie, <laughs> wanted to throw someone into the mix, and I can't believe I forgot him. Will Skinner played seven for yeah. Leicester, and Harlequins had to retire with a neck injury. What a top lad. Posh as they come couple of stories about him so the first one was 21st birthday lads being lads let's do something big so headed to a strip club like you do in leicester in leicester the avery avery here we go (laughs) and we've got skins on stage in his pants and he's ripped to smithereens we've got him tied up next thing someone's organized a nipple piercer to come in oh dear (laughs) yeah Next thing, he is going mad. He is like literally trying to rip himself off this pole. And we had to try and calm him down. We managed to calm him down and said, whatever happens here, it's happening. And so, doesn't go anywhere. No one knows yeah, about it. Exactly. So just let it be. If you try and withstand it, it's going to be even sorer. And to be fair, he let them pierce his, pierce his nipple. There was blood everywhere. I couldn't, I couldn't believe the wow. amount of blood. But another funny story about Will Skinner is when we were younger, he headed up—and I might get it slightly wrong, and it might be a little bit embellished—but the majority of it's true. Is he headed up a gang of us to go round and capture? I was there. You were there. I was in part of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To get like the, basic, academy, the academy house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To rent a van yeah. and go to the academy house and like type, old school. Yeah. Was old good school Monday, up. Monday or Tuesday. No, go on then you, you tell the story, good, I'll, I'll fill in the blanks.
0: Oh, no. It's,
2: so I you guys so we, were both we in h- the van? Or? We hired a van. And I, I was involved in, in the, the logistics of it. That's what I'm saying. The police were involved after.
0: Yeah. So the, there were these academy
2: kids. But Youngsy was in the academy. Mm. Yeah, go on.
0: So the academy kids were getting way too chopsy. Uh, and Will Skinner was like, right, we need to tr- teach these little fuckers a, a lesson. Mm. So we've gone round, all balaclavaed up, hired a van. We were basically going to go into the house. Kidnapped a lot of them. Get them in the back of the Get van. Get them in the back of the van, drive them around, make them shit themselves and then come out and say, look, it's us, don't worry about it. So we break into the house. I say break in. We had a key or something. I don't know how we... We've got in. We've got in the house. You're in the house. Right. And we've all gone round. We're all fucking grabbing these academy kids and I reckon there was about 15 of us yeah. Balaclaved up, ready to go. And all the academy kids were like, oh, I'm really sorry. No, no. I'll do anything. Like, shut up, shut up. Like, made it into a proper... Riot. Like riot, everything. All I see coming out of the kitchen, Tom Young's just swinging. He's like, <laughs> yeah. anyone want to fucking go? Let's have it. He's <laughs> no, all these people. So I remember. We all had to peel our balaclavas. I was like, it's just us. Don't worry about it. We thought we were getting filled in by him. So next thing, woo, 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 woo. Police came. Blues and twos turn up. There's a white van oh. in
2: the street. We've got balaclavas. <laughs> we legged it. Yeah, and that
1: was all for headed
2: up by Will Skinner. So
1: you didn't just stick around and tell the police that it was a. Well, we could I say some, some boys. Just,
0: some boys did. There's about four of us that you legged it, legged it with, a kebab, I, with a kebab in <laughs> with his the hand. Fastest I've ever ran in my life. <laughs> jumped in the, <laughs> jumped in, uh, in the, in the. I think my car was parked of Just went home. Was like, no, I never talk about this again.
2: Made the newspaper. Mm. Made the newspaper. But a well,
0: neighbour gonna... saw us all going in the house. Yeah, shit ah. themselves. Called the police. Fair enough. It was just a gag that went horribly wrong. Yeah, but and with we'll,
2: the
1: repercussions. We'll, we'll, no, nah, no
2: they weren't. No. Basically, no one messed with Tom Young's because we knew he could fight. I think oh, wow. He... And so Will Skinner was the mastermind. Will Skinner, he's, he's in Singapore now, actually. He? Um, he's doing some stuff with uh, James Forrester's company. Um, is it is you he not, not at Quinn's anymore? He's left. He's gone to Singapore. Okay, It's probably the place to be, apparently.
1: Is he, is he coaching or is he a coach? Or, or? He was heading okay.
2: up the commercial department of Quinn's. Um, I actually saw him. Last time I saw him, we were in a Marbella kebab shop. He threw me a bag of chips on my head. <laughs> <laughs> as you said, um, I
0: live in kebab houses.
1: Exactly, I know. So he's your entry as coach. Um, anyone else? We've got any uh, any bench or coach players? We've got a
2: few in the week. We'll put Will Skinner in for now. There's okay. a, du- a double story there
0: in terms of nipple piercing and, uh, Poshy, and that. Posh, the, the thing about Skins, is a great bloke. The poshest bloke you've ever met in your life as well, isn't he? Yeah. And to get his nipple pierced on stage in a strip club in Leicester. He was gutted.
2: Yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll check him in there as his coach. But there's a couple. We're having a few messages in for for players. Added an edition, and people have said we're talking about Harry Ellis. They're like, how's Harry Ellis the filthiest? What about Luke Narrowway? So people are vying for him to be captain. No, but no chance. There should be a rugby pod like tour at the end where we mm. go round in a car, maybe sponsored or, I'm a, sure, bus. I, or yeah. a bus. But I mean, I don't, we'll fill it up, yeah. we'll f- fill
1: it up with all the filthiest. But you day.
2: talk about Land Rover talking about we dealing real how. This is real. This Man, is just, real. This is, this this is, is real, real life. Professional rugby. This yeah. is the
0: real that you don't want to know about, but you, well, you want know, to do it, a no, little the, fans, the fans want to know, yeah. but the players are just like, no, please, so no, I don't, please think, don't tell that story yeah. about me.
2: I don't think we'll be picking people up in a range. We'll probably be picking people up in a fortier or something, won't <laughs> we? We're picking the lads
1: up. <laughs> All right, we're going to come to the part of the show that everyone is probably, well, the only thing everyone's probably tuned into on Facebook Live for, um, it's the, the forfeit for Jim Hamilton. He's uh, going to drink. A pint of beer through a slipper. Do you want to just give us the background of the slipper that he's going to be drinking out of? Good. I can't um, wait to see the
0: slipper. This this is my this is my boat slipper. This is what I use as slippers on, on my boat out in.
2: How dirty Ib- is your boat?
0: Ibiza. I've got a boat out and I'm beating <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, so it's a boat shoe, not a slipper? I got my dog to piss in it today as well. Oh, it's like, lovely. Um, yeah, Have you still got your dog? Yeah, Megan. She's still going 15, oh, 15. 15 and a half now. Jeez,
2: I tell you what, there'll be a bit of a urine infection in there. <laughs> though, good, yeah, looks,
0: there's some dog hairs in there. Oh, fuck. What's the, the maker
2: shoe? It's
0: a Kurt. Kurt Can it
2: stand up or kneel down? Kurt Geiger. Oh, there's actually dog here and there.
0: Just a random... Boat Shoe that uh you know people do use as slippers, so it's a Kurt Geiger.
1: Um Yeah, oh, well, so how are we going seated. to do this without putting making a mess in the uh, uh in the studio?
2: Andy Rowe, this is not our first fucking rodeo, mate. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Just gonna...
1: Look at that. It's the boat shoe has got holes in the side, yeah, exactly. i tell you what to
2: do. I'll tell you what to do. Pass it here. Oh, well, here he is. I'll pour and tip at the same time. You ready?
0: You gotta get, that, you've got to, get it to the end as well to get all the dog hairs in there. Oh jeez, we've on. got spillage. <laughs>
2: spillage. Get it all in. Okay, so pour that at the same time. Okay. Okay. Well, this well, is not it's... my first rodeo.
0: And send it long as well to get the dog hairs and the, you know, the athlete's foot in there as well. Here we he goes. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, wow. <sighs> <sighs> oh. <laughs> that boy can drink. Let me tell you. Oh. And thank Do you, want you. your back? Thank you, Scotland, for actually not That's... going to the corner. That's a I was, hairball. I was panicking. You know when they get the penalty Oh, the you end.
1: got the hair.
2: <sighs> so if I'm not training tomorrow,
0: it's because I got an infection
2: from Andy Goo's Kurt Geiger boat shoe that's meant to be a slipper.
0: There
1: we go. To what's that? <laughs> oh, what is there?
0: Is it moving? It, it could be a... I think Jim's just chewed a toenail of mine. I from. think it's a flea. <laughs> a flea There's yeah. a flea in <laughs> your shoe. Goody. Oh. <laughs> So Jim, Jim Hamilton I told you my dog, is uh, my, drunk, dog, my dog. Pissed in it today. There we go. Jim Jim Hamilton
1: has just drunk out of Goody slipper, which has. it. it's a boat shoe. A posh it's slipper. A, it's a anyway, posh, posh boat
0: slipper. There we
1: go. All right, we're going to go to the fan to fan segment. Uh, so we've uh, we've got a couple of fans on now for our fan fan segment. This is where we preview a game, and uh, that's with a couple of our listeners, and it's brought to you in partnership with Folk to Folk. Uh, so if you run a UK business, Folk to Folk matches you up with local investors. It's kind of like a, like a Tinder uh, if you're a business looking for an investor instead Grind, of grinder instead of a one night stand. Oh. Yeah, grinder in your case. Yeah. Scooter, yeah. Um, so check them out. Uh, if you do get in touch with them, make sure you tell them that you heard about them from the Rugby Pod. Um, they're helping us come to you every week during the Six Nations, so they're all right by us. That's folk dot com. Big Jim, who have we got on this week? Well. Wow. We were meant to have uh, two fans from what's being
2: called the biggest game of this week's Six Nations, but it seems that Alex
0: Wilmot from Wales has not turned up. Have they got mobile phones in Wales or not?
2: I don't think they have. They're a bit
0: backward there, aren't they? I don't think they have. Massively backward.
2: Maybe sheep shearing. But we have got Mike Ball <laughs> from England, so the show's his. It's all on him today. Mike, are you there?
3: Yeah, all right,
2: fellas. Mate, how you where, where are you doing? Where are you from? Where are you calling from in England?
3: Uh, I'm in Newcastle at the moment. Yeah, go on the tune.
0: Go on the tune.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but you can probably tell I'm not originally from here, because otherwise, you know... You're just there for a
0: night out, aren't you? House of Smith.
3: (laughs) No, mate, that was Friday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, I'm from the Midlands, from Rutland. You guys probably know it well.
2: Yeah, we know
0: Rutland. We're in yeah. the water. Yeah. I've got a yeah. house in uh, I've got a house in Where is my house? Well,
2: you've got a boat and a house. No, where's Where my, is house? my house? Hold on. Uh, Newtown Linford,
0: that's not New far. Yeah.
2: So I forgot. You've been spending too much time on your yacht in the mate. There we go. Boats and hose. Mike, um Boats mate, and Tell us a little bit about yourself. You've told us you're from Rutland and you're in Newcastle. Tell us something interesting about
3: you. Interesting? I mean I got a little I got a little story about Goody. Oh jeez. Oh yes. Hold on a
0: minute. Is this arable. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, it's it's plenty airable. Okay. It's, it's fine, don't worry about it. So uh this was this was quite a few years back. This is maybe oh it must have been twelve or thirteen years ago. I was at uh, I was at Leicester versus Newcastle at Welford Road, I was in hospitality. And uh after the game, obviously you guys both both uh sets of players came up and uh that was back when uh Johnny Walker was still with Newcastle. So, you know, Goody comes up, no one really goes to talk to him. Johnny Walker comes up everyone floods to him I just I just kind of felt bad cuz Goody in his home bar was just alone <laughs>
0: Okay. I wouldn't have been alone. I've had, I'd have had some food and a beer with me, surely.
3: Look at this sad little face. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you had a beer in one hand and uh, and uh, your your baby daughter in the other. No, it was a cigarette. That's all that I counts. I think it
0: was it's a cigarette <laughs> a
2: cigarette in the other hand. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, she's 13. 13 on Friday, she was. Jeez, I know I'd be flocking to.
2: Wilkinson or Andy Goo. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There we go. go. to Johnny. That makes sense. Boys and girls. Uh, so, my big game. Hold Can on. Put...
0: I'm still, is, is there a finish to a story or was that it? That was it, really.
3: It was just... I just... Saw oh. Sad little face, in, you know I wouldn't have been sad because we
0: won. So, you know. yeah, Johnny can sign autographs and earn millions.
3: I know, hey, I know. Well, I, I just run
0: had run my belly down. out beating Newcastle for fun, and then I helped <laughs> him stay up last year. Anyway, there we go.
2: Oh, There yeah, we go. He yeah, he's uh, very humble, very <laughs> humble about <laughs> that. Uh, so, Mike, big game coming up at the weekend. Now, I, I'm not quite. I'm not offensive about Wales, but the Goody's definitely offensive like about Wales. Do you like the Welsh,
3: Mike? Uh, oh i'm torn really i mean my uh on my dad's side there's some distant welsh family somewhere so i can't really can't really be too mean but at the same time like
1: you don't really like them
3: uh, my my dad has this really annoying habit of like whenever wales start doing well he starts turning into a welshman oh, and it's like well, what disgusting. are you playing
0: at disgusting
1: it's, nice.
3: and it's like he's like one eighth maybe one sixteenth welsh or something like that but as soon as wales are winning he's just like i'm welsh today no you're not dad
0: no, certainly not. <laughs>
3: stop Stop it. I, I, I don't
0: like the Welsh generally but because I like the boys that play. They're some really good lads. But the fans there are so so anti-England and abusive towards us. And You just go back to the, the Euros. Remember the Euros when England... Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, the, there's a video of the Welsh squad jumping for joy when England got knocked out.
2: Anyway. So you've said something you can't... Anything else you can't stand about on Mike? About Wales? Uh,
3: I mean, they're a bit unreliable, aren't they?
0: Very true. So unreliable.
2: Look, where is he? Where is he to... Look, where is he? Andrew, where are you, mate? Come on, it's the third world. They haven't got phone coverage and all sorts down there. Exactly, of course. So, past or present players, apart from me and Goody, obviously, if you pay 10 grand, you can come sit sit and have a few pints with us. We might even play a game for your club. But is there anyone out there that stands out that you reckon you'd like to have a few beers with? Pastel, I mean,
3: past or present? Past or present. I mean... Uh, you two would be great because I really want to find out what Tom Van nickname is. But...
2: <laughs> Goody, can you what say what it is? Yeah, I'll say yeah. Why? I'll say yeah. We'll get to that point maybe. Okay, we will get to it because he's, he's sending us some abuse. So if he carries
3: on, he's, <laughs> he's having it. Now nah, give him a while. I reckon. I reckon Jason Leonard. I want to know why he's
0: called Fun I'll tell you, what, if there's one bloke you do and don't want to drink with, it's Jason Leonard. You do because you get some unbelievable stories, a great night out. You don't because anyone that drinks with him, he, that he makes them go pint for pint with. How many can you go? Fucking hell, he can drink. He is an absolute monster. Mike, can you drink?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm all right. I'm not great. <laughs> I, I
0: reckon with Jace, twenty pints doesn't touch the side. Uh, okay, touch the side. he's a monstrous drinker. All
3: right, he, he great me. bloke,
0: top bloke, really good bloke. You know, loves chatting rugby about absolutely anything, and um, you know, he really epitomises the old school and the the amateur way, but also World Cup winner. You know, RFU president. Is he's RFE he RFE like president? He was, now, yeah. He's he he just finished his tenure, so. Uh, but proper old school, good good bloke. He's got some stories. He's got some way better stories than Jim and I. Um, his are uh, probably all true as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, it, and he can stick twenty pints down him and still uh, be very very sober compared to the rest of us. Wow. Uh, Mike, are you going to the game at the weekend?
3: Uh, no, no, I'm afraid not.
0: Where where were you watching it from?
3: Uh, I'll probably be watching it from home next weekend.
0: With you, with um, your dad or not?
3: Oh no, he's 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 still down he's still up down south.
0: And will he be supporting England or Wales? This is a key. I tell you
3: what, if, if if Wales win, the first thing he'll do is go and put on his Wales shirt. Oh, what a Judas!
2: <laughs> uh, what do you reckon as well? What's your predictions for the match? I know, what
3: uh, I, I, I know, what I reckon. I mean, England are going to win, but I reckon it's going to be closer. Like after watching the games at the weekend, it's going to be closer than I thought it would. So I had it. I think I had it at seven to ten points to England the other day. But I mean,
2: England always struggle in Wales, don't they? Mm. What's went there, Goody?
3: I think we
0: won last time we went there. Haskell ran into the post. Remember that one?
2: Oh, okay, they won that game. Yeah, we did. I know you got a really oh, listen,
0: terrible. It is terrible you know, record yeah. we're, we're, Our record isn't great, but to be fair to to Wales, Yeah, you, know, you, you talk about cyclical rugby and, and you know Wales, were, Wales over the last three four years of. Have been very good in the Six Nations, especially at home, and we haven't. I remember I played there on uh, Valentine's Day, 2009, I think it was. And the roof was closed, and Martin Williams thought he'd scored after about 30 seconds. My God, the noise! It's phenomenal in there, the noise when it bounced off the roof and everything. Luckily, he didn't score, um, but they still won. Uh, and I don't know why. You know, I don't know why Wales have been a good team for the last sort of five or six years, especially at home, and they're on a kind of downward curve now. You know, a lot of their older elder players have retired and you know they're coming to the end of their um, lifespan in rugby and we're as England now we're coming good. Um, we're exactly. Like, hey, we Mike,
2: are. Mike, you're close to the border of Scotland. What
3: do you think I of know. Scotland? What do you reckon? Uh, I mean I like it. I wouldn't pretend to be Scottish like some, but who, you know. like <laughs> who, who, who? Plastic who? plastic plastic job.
2: Can we hang up on this bloke? Is that all right? <laughs> Mike, what do you reckon? So give us a score prediction. I'm not allowed to bet on games. Good are you allowed to bet I on am, games? Yeah. I am. Go on then. Put something on Mike, his prediction for
0: the, for the England, England game. England-Wales. I'm going to say England by five. I'm going to say 20 points to 15. I'm going to say Wales by two.
3: Hope Ooh, I'm, well. I'm, I'm going with England by three or four. I reckon it's going to be sort of 25, 22, something like
0: that. I'm going to go for a draw. Good shout, Jim. Oh, actually.
2: nice. I'm going for a draw. I like that. Oh, that's, that's
3: good Jim, answer. get off the fence.
2: Mate, I know, I'm, I'm being, hey, I call it how it
0: is. Right, and if, Con- if they don't draw, you're doing a slipper. just oh, Yeah, <laughs> all right. It's a slipper on every, every week. Um, no you, draw, Jim's doing a slipper.
2: Mike, thanks very much for coming on the show. Have you got any words for Alex uh, Will Wilmot, who didn't turn up uh, from Wales? Anything you want to say to him before you go? Oh,
3: well, it's just, just a shame he didn't didn't pop any, any sort of fight, really. I mean, yeah. I would have won anyway, but come on, please turn
2: up. Exactly, mate. Absolute disgrace. Uh, thanks for that, Mike. Uh,
3: cheers, fellas. It's been a pleasure talking to you mate. And also, Goody, yes. just a quick one. Goody, you're my absolute hero because watching you play rugby makes me think that it's possible for anyone. It is possible. It is possible. It's, po-
0: it's, a, it's possible for a lot of people to look as bad as I did playing rugby but not do it as well. There Listen, we go. I feel, I feel like I've still got a chance. No Mike,
2: chance. Hey, you've got a chance until the day you die, mate. Even if you're 80. you can. If Goody put them on, you can put them on.
0: we go. Cheers, fella.
1: Thanks, Mike. Cheers,
2: right, cheers, cheers for that, good. Mike. But I'll take over from here anyway. So that fan-to-fan segment with Mike Ball... Alex Walmart of Wales Didn't Turn Up was brought to you by folketofolk.com.
1: Well done, Jim. <laughs> Thank you well guys done, very Jim. much for coming in. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it there for today um, and we'll be back again next week.
0: Looking forward to it. Rugby pod. Pod, 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 pod. <laughs>